0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au This hour we're going to be talking about a pro-life initiative called Baby Safe Havens. ALP Senator Helen Polly is a senator representing Tasmania and this is one of the initiatives that Helen Polly would like to see getting off the ground and Helen Polly is joining us now. Hello Senator Polly, welcome to 2020.
1: Thank you Neil, it's good to be with you.
0: Uh, Senator Polly, uh, this is an interesting uh, initiative that you have in mind, Baby Safe Havens. It comes from a pro-life heartbeat, uh, which is informed by your upbringing as a Christian. And uh, as an ALP Senator, some people might be saying, well, this is a little unusual. We don't always align a lot of pro-life issues with the ALP. But uh, just quickly, uh, a little about your heartbeat and motivations for talking about Baby Safe Havens.
1: We're quite uh, right, Uh, Neil. I was uh, brought up in a Catholic family and I am a Christian. And yes, it doesn't always uh, uh, gel with all the views of other members of the Labor Party. But that's the great thing about our party is that uh, we do encourage people to have differing views. But it was really... Uh, it came about when my youngest daughter was pregnant with her first baby. and She was watching a television show where they were speaking about the baby safe haven concepts in the USA. And so she rang me up quite distraught uh, about the, the stories of babies being abandoned and said, Mum, you've got to do something about this. And as we know in Australia, we can't really accurately estimate how many babies are abandoned because we have no idea how many of them are never found. But I can talk to you uh, certainly about the um, six or so that have been found in recent years which has really I think struck a chord with a lot in the community but unfortunately fail to garner any support
0: from any government. Helen, I want to invite listeners to participate in our conversation and for those who might be familiar with Baby Safe Havens, which we'll describe a little more in just a few moments, if you do have a comment to make, you'll need to make that quickly because uh, this part of our conversation this hour won't last a long time, though we do want to cover it uh, to a point where we can understand what Baby Safe Havens are. If you'd like to make a comment, be part of our conversation one 888 Is our talkback line. Those lines are open now, 1800 880 876. Helen, when we say baby safe havens, describe for us what the modern form of a baby safe haven would look like if there was one here in Australia.
1: Well, ideally, it would be a cubicle. attached to a hospital whereby there is um, a purpose-built uh, room where someone could anonymously leave their baby safely in a crib and uh, once the baby's put in the crib and the hatch is uh, uh, pulled down, then there was an alarm sent off so that uh, medical staff can come and uh, assist the child. But, you know, of the... The facility I visited in Germany and also in Italy, they've actually gone one step further and that's where you can actually relinquish your baby uh, having given birth in that hospital because they found uh, that was in the best interest of the mother who for whatever reason, she was unable to care for that baby. She could get the medical help that she needed and uh, the baby would then be taken into care. But for instance, in Germany, they have a, a stamp pad there so that the mother can take a footprint of their baby and leave, uh, there's notepad there, so they can leave whatever information they can, and then that's uh, obviously kept with the baby. And then those babies, for instance, in Germany, are held in care for three months, and then they're put up for adoption. Whereas in Italy, the hospital I visited there, they have a judge who only sits on these cases and those babies are adopted out much quicker so we would need to have obviously an engaged conversation with the community as to how old the baby could be um, up until the time it can be surrendered, how long a, a mother would have, a calling off period I guess, for want of a better word before she uh, could be reunited with her baby because after all That is the best outcome for the mother and baby to stay united. But as we know, uh, only too well in this country where in 2011 a baby was abandoned, um, baby Willow, in a park down at Kingston and that had a a real impact on on the whole Tasmanian community. Helen, what
0: we're talking about here is a creative effort to protect life, an alternative to what some people might see as the only alternative they have for an unwanted pregnancy. And, of course, uh, people think about abortion. But there are other alternatives. And from a baby-safe haven through to a point where that baby could be adopted into a loving family, this is the sort of alternative that we're talking about. If we talk about those things that are foundational in understanding why you would have a baby safe haven,
1: oh absolutely, because the the best outcome is always going to be, and if we only ever save one life by establishing these laws in this country, then that this effort over the last six years has been well and truly worth it. but the unfortunate thing is those who oppose um, the establishment of baby safe havens see this as a backdoor method of trying to uh, reduce the amount of abortions in this country that's not my motivation at all these are women for either social or mental or physical uh, abusive reasons we just don't know these women aren't able to care for their babies and they abandon them some of them are found but too many of them die I mean in, in uh, Victoria we had this beautiful little baby boy that was left at a bus shelter and people driving past had seen the rubbish bag he was in moving, but they didn't stop because they thought it was a kitten or a pup. And that baby may very well have been saved at that time had someone stopped. But if, the, but if that mother could have taken that baby to a hospital or to a fire station or a police station and know that she wasn't going to be prosecuted, then that would be a much better outcome uh, than rather than let that uh, baby angel um, just die. Helen,
0: does a baby safe haven need to be something that is legislated or even supported by government? Can uh, Christian institutions, and I'm talking, you mentioned uh, hospitals. Uh, There are a lot of private hospitals have uh, Christian foundations. Is this something that anyone could really take a, a step forward and uh, implement this sort of initiative and, and get the ball rolling? Is that the possibility there?
1: Well, the problem is that throughout the states and territories of this country, there are different um, penalties for abandoning your child. You can be jailed. So before there is a the legal requirement to have this legislation to ensure that a baby that is surrendered or abandoned can then be adopted out into a, into a loving family. Because we have to remember that These babies that are dying are never going to have a chance to have their first day at school. They're never going to learn to tie their own shoelace. They're never going to graduate from high school, go on to university. That's the the issue. But unfortunately, we do need state laws to change so that uh, these mothers uh, can get help and not be prosecuted if they're ever found.
0: Okay. So... In order to lobby government to change the law, to introduce something like a baby safe haven, uh, there needs to be some sort of a groundswell, uh, some sort of uh, interest and and even a working model that's presented so uh, that you can you can trial something like this. Is this the way you'd move forward?
1: This certainly would be. And I have to say the former uh, president of the AMA, national president, was supportive of this concept and unfortunately the New South Wales government now and the Victorian government now when they were both in opposition were supportive in looking into establishing baby safe havens but unfortunately once they got to government their view is we have children's services. Well children's services are overworked as it is and The reality is that they're not catching this issue in their net of responsibilities they have because we're still having babies abandoning shoeboxes left in parks. So quite clearly we need that. So we do need the groundswell of support. Uh, from the community, I do have uh, community support from, for instance, the National Council of Women and uh, the Catholic uh, Women's Association nationally supported, the AMA supported. I need a state government and I'm waiting on an appointment to meet with a new... Um, Minister of the Tasmanian State Government and I'm hoping I will get a good hearing then and we can get the ball rolling here in Tasmania because talk is cheap when you're in opposition. I want to see it carry through once these oppositions become the government of their various states.
0: I can see uh, one argument here that uh, gets you a comment on. If you decriminalise abandoning a baby, then is that a possibility of watering down this uh, mother-child, parent-child relationship that we need to maintain? Is that one of the arguments that people come against uh, the Baby Safe Haven idea?
1: No, it's not actually. The thing that um, a Liberal colleague uh, raised with me when I first, got some publicity of this, was what happens if people start abandoning their babies who have some form of disability? My response is every baby deserves the best chance of a good life that they can have. And so I'm always, first and foremost, a family. Keeping a mum and baby and dad together is the best outcome of all. But if there's a risk of that baby being abandoned and dying, then, of course, we need to look at other options. This is just one option, but I think it's one... If it's been adopted throughout the USA, Germany, Japan, other Asian countries, in Canada now you can go in and relinquish your baby after giving birth, um, making sure that all that family history is passed over. If they can do it in other countries, if I can be welcomed into Germany by a whole rafter of doctors and pediatricians who are saying, hey, how come... An Australian politician will come and listen to us in Germany, but even in Germany, it's not legal to do it. If a baby is abandoned, they are duty-bound to report it to police. Uh, So, you know, there is movement across um, the globe, but I think it's about time that we had a baby safe haven or a concept like this, and we should have some open and compassionate uh groundswell to ensure this happens before we lose another baby.
0: Senator Helen Polly, as uh, the National Christian Broadcaster and people listening to our conversation all around Australia, what sort of support would you hope for your idea to come from Christian individuals and from churches?
1: I think, as with all... Um Policy matters the more that uh, politicians from all persuasions hear about the concerns in the community by writing letters by emails by giving them a call, p- pressing to them the need that we have to ensure that uh, issues such as this one um, is foremost in their minds and as you as you' be aware there's always a lot of issues um, that politicians have to deal with and these these uh, christian uh, pro life type um, issues need to be there as well because it's not just whether you're a christian i don't know anyone um, or any mother who wasn't in who wasn't in a desperate situation would ever walk away from their baby so these women should not be condemned they need to be helped as well and if possible reunited with that baby so we just need christians and people from the community to make their views known to their local members of parliament
0: So when we talk about baby safe havens, you're talking about a cradle-like structure that would be at somewhere like a hospital, uh, manned 24 hours a day or with an alarm system, and uh, the mother can legally abandon her baby without fear of prosecution and secure in the knowledge that her child will be looked after and then eventually would be made its way through to an adoption process. That's the way that baby safe havens work and uh, certainly appreciate your uh, informative and uh, passionate response to that as a pro-life issue and as one that creates an opportunity for uh, for people to take an alternative other than uh, pursuing abortion uh, to actually do something that is proactive in uh, seeing a child moved through into an adoption opportunity senator helen polly is an alp senator from tasmania and uh, we've been talking about baby safe havens Uh, helen just wonderful hearing your heartbeat on that issue i want to thank you so much for being with us today on 2020
1: thank you very much for your interest and uh, i hope the your listeners out there uh, are taking this on board and um I am more than happy to come on any time, Neil. It's great talking
0: with you. We'll talk again, Helen. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.